Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet playing, and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, and I am joined by the COO and other co-founder, co-host, and unofficial Kevin Smith look-alike winner, Charlie COVID Killer Rivera. What's up, Charlie boy? I live! And I have about three weeks of energy that I jam-packed into just this episode. So happy comic book day. Damn, did I miss being away. Happy comic book day. To be here. Oh man. What what that that COVID inflicted two week hiatus other than just lying still barely clinging to life just wheezing in one nostril and wheezing out the other what the hell have you been doing with your time son i've just been consuming content because the thing i learned about charlie with covid is that no matter how bad the body ached when i wasn't dead asleep I would wake up and be like, play nice. more content. Um, like some, somebody produced something that's going to salvage my day. So you watched a lot of movies. You watched a lot of streamers. A lot of I'm trailers. Assuming, read a lot of comic books. Um, just out of curiosity, did you play many video games? Like, did that Was that incorporated <laughs> in your time there was There was one day where I felt good enough that you and I rocked uh we threw on the cowboy hats oh no doubt and the funny thing is like even when sometimes people are clinging to life (laughs) um they realize that like you're the good guy you're the white hat but there's a bad hat yeah i hear no like there's white hats and there's white hats and then there's black hat motherfuckers just like our boy justin joining us justin what is up thank you thank you gentlemen always Hell an honor to join yeah. the squad thank you ironically thank you. his hat is very whitish and i'm bringing him <laughs> in introducing him as a straight up villain like the man in black uh in westworld which we certainly will get to uh at an episode in the near future justin much welcome like, brother welcome thank you thank you like so westworld, good to be back he's wearing <laughs> the white hat to mislead us for his uh, epic and huge heel turn. And then it turns out uh, he's a robot, but maybe he's not a robot. But there's (laughs) robot flies, but they're real flies. Listen, spoilers, man, spoilers. Um, So, yeah, so so we are lucky uh, to have some backup in the form of Justin as we come back from our our long-awaited COVID-induced break. Um. So look, I'm I'm gonna jump right into it because let's do it. Even though this visage that I'm putting out there for the world is pretty upbeat, pretty Johnny Go Lucky, as they like, as nobody says, um, I'm a broken man. I'm a sad, sad yeah. puppy. John, because, I get it. Uh, I was sick for a couple weeks. And as your best friend, and as nah, the- nah, that was, that was <laughs> fine. That was fine. Honestly, I didn't even notice. Uh, Mom had to throw a text like, "Hey, you know, uh, this kind of stuff." I'm like, "Hey, he's fine. He's he's been through worse." And Stick I on your put boy. him there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, with with all the good good that's streaming and in theaters and uh, on on the stacks uh, right now. Again, Justin knows better than most how much joy, how much uh, escapism that the video game world can give us. Matter of fact, a very often conversation that's had between Justin and myself is, hey, John, did you check out this game? Did you check out that game? Did you check out this game? And my answer almost every time was, (laughs) nope, I am too damn busy playing Red Dead Online. And Charlie's my running boy. Charlie, how much time... Do we put like we put in more fucking time on horseback than the goddamn New York Park Rangers do? There is a, a running theme in my life that around nine o'clock I might like Batman before me. I might get summoned into action, but instead of a goofy bat in the night sky, it is two pistols and a cowboy's hat. And I am never, I am never not in the mood to fuck up cowboys. Assemble! I come on Hormone Monster, my delightful steed, <laughs> and I will kill any NPC I see because the truth Charlie is... Charlie just riding side by side with me as I'm on Rosario Dawson, my uh, my lovely my lovely horse. Um, Named God with love, it. Rosario. Uh, yeah, cousin Paul in the chat proven we are live. Yeah. Come say hi. Paul, as happy as you YouTube are. YouTube checking in first. That's nice to see. Hell I yeah, we're live YouTube on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Um, we're live as hell. Justin, I, I know we talked about it. Have you put in... I mean, clearly the, 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 the hours are not going to stack up to the brothers of Rivera, but uh, have you put in much time tromping around uh, Red Dead Redemption Land? <laughs> mostly campaign i didn't really dabble too much in online i started when it was like early early and it was a pretty sure. barren wasteland so there wasn't yeah, really much the, going the on. game came out a hundred years ago we yeah. have been playing the online version since 2019 covid wow. was even like a known Pre-pandemic. entity like we were eating bats for fun back then we're like woo, <laughs> eat a bat right around shoot some bad guys in red dead so so you did play the campaign did you play it fully yeah yeah i uh i got like 98 percent done but you gotta cut all those like little shits at the end and it holy shit yeah so justin had like the viking helmet justin like he knew when the aliens came <laughs> over the down. shack he found the giant bones like justin justin put some work in goddamn i put I some time i put justin... some time <laughs> i love that that's justin the kind of player in... justin is Justin put in 50 hours after you had to do like farm chores. Oh, that's yeah. when that's when I was like, "Hey, guess what, campaign? I guess we're done now cuz I don't <laughs> Charlie said, I got a life. job." And that is legitimate. Charlie said, "Isn't there somebody I could pay to fucking uh, sweep up the fucking sheep shit and and feed the feed the bulls?" Yeah, there's a lot of that. Oh my god. Now now exclusively the online version Granted, when it launched, I mean, not I'm not talking about when it beta launched. When it launched, launched, I mean, sometimes you would find yourself in the lobby and there's like one other blue dot on this huge map. <laughs> and you're like, you realize there's a ton that I could do right now, but all I want to do is hunt that bastard down, rope him off of the back of his horse and just drag him. That's Red um, Dead, though. Yeah, That's Red what it's Red. for. Oof, man, griefing John became was a the way of life. Griefer. <laughs> and then, was griefer number but one. like every true Western, 
the redemption story was there. I'm like, now I was like, fuck griefers. Now I'm going to ride around protecting noobs from griefers. Like, that's <laughs> where we had gotten. Um, but all this, all this happy talk is preamble to my ultimate undoing, my shattered heart. Um, there's been a lot of rumors, but every Tuesday I was right there looking at the Reddit updates, looking for the updates, what's happening, what's happening with fingers crossed, mainly because, not just because I'm a dum-dum, but partially because I'm a dum-dum, but also because they promised us all this shit. There were, there were things built into the game which said to you, any logical player would say, hey, there's more coming. There are new updates. There's big updates doing. There's new content coming. Uh, and Rockstar just said, hey, you know what? You look pretty pretty comfortable standing there on that rug. Let me just go ahead and whoop and pull it out from under you because Rockstar announced officially just the other day they are done dog with Red Dead Online. Now, they're not shutting the servers down. I don't want to send anybody into a cowboy hat-induced panic. Uh, the servers for now are, are, are still golden, uh, but they announced no new updates they're they're t sending all their uh focus all their attention to uh to grand theft auto and the new gta that's coming out uh excuse me if i'm wrong didn't they like literally just have a huge embarrassing failure with the fucking remaster so they're gonna take away my little horse galloping uh goodness because <laughs> they suck at what they're do i don't know like justin i'll throw it to you do you do you play gta have you played it online at all because it's a huge yeah. world yeah i spent a lot of time in it like a while back um oh. i think they actually kind of murdered it when they added like flying cars and all that shit <laughs> in the little like scooter that you can fly on it's got rockets and stuff i think that it just uh it takes away from it i never wanted to drive a car again which eliminated like half the game like right off the bat it kind of just kills it it takes you out of the zone yeah so not... after that i kind of fell off i did a few heists things like that you know they're fun the events but... they're, they're big events yeah yeah a lot of griefers though. actually the last time i played i think i swore i'd never pick it up again uh i just got griefed so hard well for i mean like not for anything hour. they they do they do pride themselves on realism and it's a giant urban <laughs> environment so griefers do run around in that type of environment. i've seen it uh, per first hand, Charlie. What about you? I mean, you haven't really thrown out very much. So I uh, really, GTA news. I really dig GTA in the campaign format. Right, uh, right, right. Online, I, I, I'm not enough of a gamer. I don't really have a crew that's available at 11 p.m. till you know 6 a.m. Oh, minus PM, my brother, you know, who's fine. a who's a cowboy. Um, so for me, it was a, a love-hate relationship. I loved riding around. I loved the missions you could do kind of solo. There was I never found a community in that game making it worthwhile to, like, earn any of the perks. And the idea of spending virtual currency for, like, a cruise ship to be like, you get special missions where you also need an army of so, uh, vague acquaintances. So he, I, he, Here's the thing. In the online mode in particular, because... Obviously, the story mode can do whatever it wants to you and your character. Yes. So you could be the most accomplished criminal of all time. They start the damn game like you just got out of jail. Now, clearly, I'm not the best criminal mastermind of all time if I'm just coming out of lockup. Like I've seen, I've seen Sopranos. So, so then you go through all this rigmarole and like, hey, great job. Now you have $2 million. And you're like, bet. And like, oh, but you know, it's, it's honestly like like the world's largest digital game of monopoly 
where you just roll the dice the wrong way and they're like, oh, you're bankrupt, start from scratch, you go to jail. Like, fuck you, game. However, in the online version, all those dudes that are running around, it, it basically, it, it may as well be fucking, you know, it basically may be overseas like in a man-made island because they're all rich. They are fucking millionaires. Now, let me ask you guys this. If either one of you won the goddamn lottery, I'm not talking about little lotteries, you know, scratch-off level. I'm talking about, like, Powerball level. Are you still working? No. No. Justin, how about yourself? Are you Probably working? Not. Are you punching a goddamn clock? Are you dealing with the likes I'm of me complaining on a daily basis? Yeah, no! None of you are! No one. So if we're a fucking criminal and we've got millions in the bank, this is what I don't understand about 99% of the fucking action movies out there. If I am an ultra-rich criminal, I'm not working anymore! I'm not gonna continue like, hmm, what criminal activity am I gonna do today? No, I'm gonna sit there, I'm gonna put my furry-ass feet up and fucking drink a little margarita on the beach someplace. It is stupid! They're millionaires running around shooting up the city. What's wrong with you? That's good, valuable real estate. Fuck GTA! Why are you killing Red Dead? To, to fucking to, to throw attention towards that bullshit. I do not get it. I'm so upset. I mean, what I don't get is that community is stuck around. Those servers went from very few people on it to people finding a way to have fun every time we sign on. And again, there's probably not that many lobbies, but it's a full-ass world to the point where we have to deal with griefers. There's a you ton of lobbies been... every time we jump on, like, bare-knuckle boxing fucking <laughs> uh, um, circuits started, like... Uh, is there anything better than helping a noob fucking bring in like a, a, a highly wanted uh, fucking uh, bounty? Like the game is just so much fun. And actually we spoke, we, I spoke about it just the other day. It is without question. There's no close second place in my mind. And I've played some huge open world space games and fantasy games and this that, and the other thing the fucking assassin's creed fucking games are gorgeous um uh the the, the one uh that was just in in rome uh vikings i mean like there are some beautiful beautiful games on i would put red dead against any of them in a beauty pageant a goddamn yeah, digital picture taken within the game won a contest for digital photography and that shit ain't real. Like, fuck off, man. They, I, I think they really, really, the, the, the only, the only uh, thing close to this would be if, if a, a network canceled a, a beloved show of yours and you just lay there crying into your pillow, eh, maybe another network will pick it up. Uh, but that shit doesn't happen. In video is, game land. This is fucking Firefly all over again. Oh and I God. will not go quietly tonight. You know what I think, honestly, the most tragic part of Red Dead Online going away, not getting updates, being kind of stuck in this level of of un, unfinished quasi-promises. Shit was in the code. They never turned it on. They never broke the game. Justin, you brought up a great point with GTA. At some point, they went, fuck it. Flying cars. If I was at Rockstar, before we stopped trying to monetize Red Dead Online, you have the fucking... You have in Grand Theft Auto, you already have a knockoff DeLorean. 
have a fucking time machine show up. Have a store like just it's, try it. Grand I refuse Theft Auto to believe is a hacker's dream. They have like Superman hacks and Hulk hacks and fucking everybody naked hacks. Just like, imagine it's just so dumb. Imagine a world though where because you would play it. You're the guy that would be least for. But if someone was like, "Hey John, if you fight Bigfoot, you can win a fucking." A DMX, a BMX bike, a DMX bike. Just got me in. Um, <laughs> but at least try before you abandon hope. Go goofy. Every day when someone logs on, they randomly get an Uzi. I just want to see <laughs> what the fuck happens. A time cop mode where I go back in time to That'd stop crime sick. from a future time. Like, let's fucking go stupid before we we oh. abandon hope. They've, they've Unacceptable rock They've gone stupid. So, Justin, let, let me ask you. So, I mean, clearly this is the, the great broken heart of my life. And it, it's, it's a long chapter, quite frankly. For this to be the fucking one that just put me over the edge, that's saying something. <laughs> Rockstar. But let me ask you, uh, as big of a gamer as you are, you know, we, sh we should have brought Teddy in from the office on this, too, because Teddy yeah. is, forget about criminal millionaire, Teddy is a criminal billionaire in that fucking game but that being said like what video game what video game broke your tender heart because this is not a new story I, I realize it you know people have these stories um i mean i was like you mentioned it earlier that remake for gta i was i was pretty hyped for that yeah. um avengers though i think probably broke my heart they've been saying they have a roadmap coming out for the last like eight nine months Listen, not a single thing has been added, which is fine. But then, like, last week, they have the nerve to just come through and drop the mighty Thor. So, like, there was not a word forever. And then a new character gets added, and here's Natalie Portman. Just a skin of Thor. No differences. And you know what? That shit hurt, because I'm, like, one of 13 <laughs> people that play Avengers. I trusted still, and, like, you. And, like, 10 of them are in my lobby. So oh, it, no. That shit kind of hurt a little bit. The, oh, the fact that... The fact that that's, like, acceptable. We need, like, a council of elders that yeah. are, like, video game crime. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. Poor yeah. Justin has been suckered into Mountain Dew skins for knockoff fucking <laughs> Steve Rogers uh, for, for months on end. Oof. Hey, you'll get Spider-Man in seven months. Just wait. Playing oh. some of the most fucking repetitive. But we've all been there. We've all loved what's, the game. What's, what's your heartbreak, Charlie? Oh, they, they, you, I, mine's different because I just stink at video games. But yeah, no, Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. And I'm so bad at it. The remake <laughs> is this weird pulling teeth process where I slowly chip away at it. And then I get too goddamn scared. Or I get eaten by every fucking zombie that the game can find. Or I run out of bullets and I need to go back to a save from fucking two months ago. Resident Evil 2, as glorious as the remake is, I have the opposite problem you two have. Resident Evil shit's so good, it has become unplayable for me. Because Love the first the remakes, time I played man. Resident Evil 2, I held the map for John. And I was like, turn down the spooky <laughs> corridor. That's our only option, little Charlie. But I still Playing fucking in felt the involved. Dark, in the basement. Ugh, God. Those every, remakes, man. They slap. Woo, every every creaky door. I'm like, uh, uh. Like, my penis was permanently fucking between my butt cheeks for safety. I'm like, mm -mm, no, they're not going to get him. Also, not Mr. When, Salty. I, when I was very young, I tried, like, a sexual innuendo joke with John 
while playing Resident Evil 2, and he turned to me so disgusted, I didn't try telling a dirty joke for, like, another decade. And then I don't stop. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now it's a... Uh... <laughs> Now, now it's a never-ending stream of filth. Um, but look, I mean, ultimately, what, what? No matter what, I should say, I was going to be hurt by it. But the fact that they had they they had set up so many dominoes that, like, look, we're going to knock these over. Properties that you can own, borders that you had been looking at forever, but like you see territory. Mexico was supposed to open up, like these little chain of islands was supposed to open up. Never mind all of like the new missions, or I think Capitale was the last big update that Red Dead got, and and uh, the 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 uh, the entire group of, of people that played it were so on top of it. Again. I, a weekly basis we were there we would all show up on tuesdays what's like you know like fucking you know like what should we call it uh, tyrone big was like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you got any new horses for me uh new shotgun like we were there for it and they promised us all this stuff and they didn't deliver uh ultimately because rockstar is a bunch of god damn liars just like that certain chinless bearded summer bitch george toy boy lucas is a liar so put him up boys put him up han shot first clink double go <clears throat> double well, gober I, I started dieting and i stopped eating at four today listen oh boy the alcohol burn is gonna chew off a few calories so don't you fucking worry about it so listen boys there there are some undeniables in this world there are some facts right we 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 unfortunately are in positions where we have to work we have to sustain our bodies we got to drink fluids there's a lot of stuff we got to do and when it comes down to comic book blockbusters i've invested 37 years of my existence, even baby Charlie swaddled in a Superman (laughs) bedsheet. I have, I bleed this shit. I love this shit. So it's not a matter of is Charlie gonna see a comic book movie or TV show, it's when. And the current state of the internet is such a disgusting pit of despair and loneliness that some people get joy out of only one thing and that's spoiling porn every another bit about porn. i thought you were going um they're 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 they need to spoil moments after something is released so i wind up going on this internet free uh uh chunks of time very good for my mental health until i see something i tell you all of that to tell you this did i just recover from covid Hours ago? Yes. Have I already seen Thor Love and Thunder? Uh, Yes. Is Tiger Watiti one of my absolute favorite creative minds in all of the multiverse? Yes. Did I love Thor Love and Thunder? Fuck no. What the fuck happened to this fucking flick? First and first, mostly, boys, have you seen? Have you grabbed your Mjolnirs? Have you teleported? Because that's a thing it does on its own. Uh, (laughs) Have you guys checked out the shortest 
Marvel movie to date. I mean, I I grabbed my Stormbreaker to go see it. Uh, but goddamn right, I did, Justin. Yeah, yeah, no, I was there. I was there. Guys, uh, never have I ever seen a movie with 12 stories I was interested in, and the movie told me, goddamn, none of them. So obviously, huge spoiler warning. Cousin Paul, Paul is right <laughs> with you. One hell of a drop in for Love and Blunder. Um, Fellas, I'm just gonna dive in. Well, hold on, to... hold on. Go, let's go around the clock, and then, and then you could take control back. Justin, sure. what did you think of it? <sighs> All right, so it's hard to compare it to kind of anything else that Marvel's been pumping out. You know, especially sure. last phase. Um, pretty quickly on, I realized that I got to brace myself for comedy mode and not serious story or really anything mode. Um, <laughs> once I accepted that, about 10, 15 minutes in, I, I enjoyed the ride. Uh, but I think it's a sloppily written disaster piece. All right. So so Charlie is officially on a thumbs down. Well, uh, what, double what, back what, to me. What would you pet? <laughs> Charlie's like, I'm everything. So Charlie, uh, just on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, it's a four. Charlie is a habitual line maker. You, it's, it's a four. It's okay. a four, Strong. which places it comfortably better than Dark World. Here it is. He can't help himself. Um, But it's it's like... <laughs> You know, I'd much rather watch Iron Man two than a, Love and Blunder. It's a four for Charlie. Justin, what about what about you? What do you think? I'd go either like a seven and a half, maybe an eight. Okay, that's 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 very strong as far but as I'm concerned. Mostly because I would watch it more than I would a more serious, better written movie. Sure. Because I'd rather laugh and have a good time than, you know, like sit through like a dark world. I guess. Yeah. But. That that that's that's uh that's a good way to put it um myself personally i am comfortable putting my stamp on it as a meh it was okay like it definitely had some yucks for me and charlie i do agree with you taika watiti's stamp was all over it Uh, it was absolutely all over it however i also agree with justin certain story aspects of it look we're all wannabe directors ultimately like we've seen so much content at this point we can't but help sitting back and be like mm, interesting choice what i definitely would have done would be like fill in the blank we we all fucking do it now if this was a series we all do the same thing we're like mm, i bet that this is going to lead to x y and z and then this is going to happen and we've got the fucking charlie day board with all the, ye- the red ribbon going all over the place <laughs> like we were trying to bring down the mob in the 70s so that being said for me it was a mm, okay like it was it was okay for me um that being said i would put it at a 6.5 a passing grade you're not gonna have to sit through summer school taiko watiti um i didn't love it it was okay would i watch it again absolutely because it had certain moments in it where i was like oh shit oh shit look at this oh shit well, look at that that and is that ultimately... for me that that's what what makes it like rewatchable for me exactly. but i i agree with justin like it's the, fun the to watch at that point and it was ultimately kind of like phase four. What the fuck are you doing? But Charlie, I'll give it right back to you. Yeah, I, yeah. I know I'm you were driving towards back, the point. Dude, uh, Stormbreaker I, from I you. I just gave it to you. But you I'm know, taking no wrestling it though, as you can Dude, offer it. But I'm fucking wrestling. taking it. God it's choosing damn. me. Um, the the here's the thing about Marvel at this point. I have though. me on there. That's fine. You can have that. Marvel, 
Marvel <laughs> and and DC, they're my stories. And I've never re- I've never read a bad comic because it's a comic. It might not be in my favorite pile. I may never want to read that shit again, but I've never left the experience not having been grateful for the experience. And you guys kind of uh, uh, hit the nail on the head, as it were, because every single one of these movies, TV shows, have moments, or even sometimes a singular moment, but have moments that move me and that earn my adoration and have me yearn for these stories to be as good as possible and in this movie again we're going spoiler heavy the the second post-credit scene is a spoilers spoilers ladies and gentlemen spoilers if it was one second longer and i'm holding out hope that they're going to one more time charlie the second the second second the second post-credit scene yeah if it goes one second longer with gladiator no, Gladiator, uh, um, not Gladiator. You're thinking of, I forget his name now, because you Her, stole uh, Hercules? from my brain. Hercules. Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her- Hercules is the first, oh, is the oh, first I tag. Oh, I inverted. I'm sorry. The second tag is uh, Sweet Lady Thor. Uh, just Thor, if you're nasty. Um, she winds <laughs> up She winds up going into the, the Thorian afterlife. Valhalla. Now, the thing about Valhalla that the movie establishes so beautifully on any sort of analysis is there is only one way to go to Valhalla. You must die in glorious battle. And I've seen some people call it out that Jane does not die in battle. Bullshit. The movie makes it very clear that this woman who we've had in this universe for a long time, she took some time off, but she's been there since early early avenger stuff she was battling cancer and lost and that moved me to this weird beautiful emotional place that marvel is so good at threading some of these emotional needles now if that scene goes one second longer and she rejects valhalla rejects paradise to return for that love that this movie is so clearly set about. And if they replicate that Thor Dark World scene where she's waiting for him, waiting for him, and finally he appears on on the other side of that fucking Thor beam, then you elevate this whole mix, all the warts of this uh, movie, then don't lose me. So, So that moment with Jane where it's the battle of the cancer is why she makes it to Valhalla. That's one of the scenes in this movie has a bunch that explode my fucking heart. And that lack of balance, this weird tumble dry that this movie went through in an edit somewhere where it lost its momentum and it lost its heart. Before I kick it to you guys, because what I'm really interested in. Very strong, but okay. What I'm very interested in and what is what you guys loved, what moment sticks out to you is elevating this flick. That's what I want to know in just a second. But this movie isn't short of reasons to love it it's in this next scene next scene we need a thing to get to a place some of the character choices were weird the biggest thing for me compared to ragnarok a movie i love was that in ragnarok thor isn't in on the joke and it makes him so endearing in this movie he was very in on the joke 
and it took a lot away from me. But John, I'm gonna kick it to you. What well, in Thor, Love well, and Thunder? Just, just, just yeah, real quick. Only because you you kind of like powered through a lot of points, and I I, I do well, want to touch on them. Respectful time. Work. Um, <laughs> fuck time. Um, originally we were gonna do this at like 10 o'clock at night. Fuck it. Um, so so just to be clear. You 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 were watching the flick. You're like, fuck this movie, fuck this movie, fuck this movie. Then credits roll, and you see the the, the Valhalla scene. And you're like, oh, that one got me though. So let me ask you a stupid question: Had they gone the route that you kind of uh, you know, and and it is a lovely sentiment. Had they gone that route of like, no, you know what? I'm. This is my man, right? This is my guy. This fucking. You know, look at his hair. He clearly conditions every day. I don't know when he happens to do it because I didn't see no shower on the fucking the Guardian ship. Um, had she gone that re- that way of like unrequited love, and this is my, this is the 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 choice I'm gonna make. You know, you and your new adopted child. I'm all about it. Let's raise our let's raise our uh, our new normal family. Um, had you gotten that moment, yeah. What what? How much would it have elevated the movie in its entirety for you? Sticking the landing, yeah. I think, is vital. Sure. Um, I think it elevates it huge. I, I think will. it winds up the book ending. So you, you, it would take it from doubles the my number score from that eight. one. Wow, that's strong. All because right, so... what it does is it restructures everything to be a much more clear path. For fucking everybody. Now here, here's the thing though. Also, and and Justin, yes. I'm gonna throw this directly to you because there has been uh, a lot of chatter about. I mean, it, it, we it's unescapable, you know, in this current day and age. Directors cuts, directors cuts, directors cuts. Now, the Justice League situation was a completely isolated. Put it in a pocket. Put it up on the shelf. Put a nice collector case uh, around it. Let it collect dust. Shake it off when times get tough. Put it on the market. Go on eBay. We'll talk about that with Justin's new uh, business endeavor in a moment. But <laughs> that all being said, um, Taika Waititi's like, fuck a director's cut. I hate them shits. Which is Saw the that, ultimate yeah. irony. Well, naturally, uh, that's part of the reason why I love the man. Because I very much uh, also as well as agree with him. But the funny thing was, there was a huge, huge chunk of story, of, of well, of scenes, I should say, because ultimately, um, you can't assume that was all, like, story building. It might have been just, like, people crossing the street bullshit, I don't know. But to a certain degree, you know that it wasn't, because you're talking about scenes that involve fucking uh, um, Jeff Goldblum, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headley. Who we have not Hetty rather that who have we have never seen in anything Marvel as far as as far as I know. So she would have been a completely new character, hot as hell. Last time we saw her, she was uh, in the worst season of Game of Thrones, <laughs> um, but she came really close to showing me her boobies in Three Hundred. So I still very much appreciate that. Thank you, Lena. Um, so like there were big things fucking cut from it. So um, I have to wonder. How much of that? Because I I do agree with you both. I feel like it was a a muddy, muddy overall a story. Word. There was a lot of stuff happening. Um, Gore the God Butcher is such a straightforward fucking concept. I look terrible. 
I'm like a nightmare version of Gollum and Powder had a baby and somebody gave me the <laughs> world's worst, worst sword if you're a god. Uh, and I'm running around and yeah, you know, my fucking kid, that, that sucks. It was funny. It's like, he can't get away from that Batman angst. Like, oh, one person thought, yeah, you're killing fucking entire world. Well, regardless. <laughs> but um, so, so Justin, I, I'm, I'm sure you heard about that. Like these big fucking scenes and stuff like that. So, I mean, was there anything in particular that you would have wanted to see uh, uh, from, from Thor, uh, Love and Thunder? that that you could have inserted like were you sitting there being like just give me this or just give me that and now i'm a happy camper uh, i mean it's hard to pinpoint something particularly i uh so there were a few somethings yeah it's more just like the structure of it all and i also kind of think bell's character was a bit underwhelming especially for the hype that i feel like was being built up for him well, for like months is, regarding this he is nightmare fuel in the comics yeah, I'm like, and Ugh, I don't even want to look at this. He looks like a like a fucking. Uh, he looks like an albino's penis grew teeth. Ugh, the comic is so gross. I just feel like in this one, you know, compared from Dark World to Ragnarok, everyone loved Ragnarok. It finally like lightened up a little bit. There was some humor in there. You know, I think Charlie nailed it too. Thor was always outside of the joke, which really yeah, made it yeah. funny in itself. And then I think that they just took like those positive feedback. And then only applied that to the new movie. Like, they didn't care really much about having, like, a solid structure or, like, a straightforward storyline. They just wanted to make, like, somebody laugh at all times. Which, personally, like, I'm always down for it. So I said I'll watch it again. It's a fun time movie. Yeah. But, you know, I I watched Ragnarok the next day. And you can very clearly see the the difference in the level of love put into both the story and even just Hmm. the writing. The lines, the scenes. You know, Ragnarok has it, and Love and Thunder really just wanted to make you laugh. So I can't really think of at the moment like scenes that I think would have made it better because I think I have a pretty big problem with it overall. Gotcha. Um, I got. I would probably be rewriting a lot of shit. What's funny though? What's funny though is specifically just because you mentioned Ragnarok has one of the most out of the fucking blue it's in the middle of all these like leg slaps having a good time we're fucking kicking back popcorn ragnarok is a good fucking time of a film and then loki and thor are in that elevator and suddenly there's this scene that again grew my fucking grinch heart seven sizes where he's just like you know loki i adored you I, I loved you so much. I was so impressed Charlie by Charlie always and goes it... for the bad boys all the time. He just can't help himself. I didn't Let's say keep that. Breaking Thor his heart. said that shit. <laughs> but in that scene. But Charlie was like, like, Me too. Me that's too, true. Uh, there's, there's those moments elevate everything around them because you almost need the warm embrace of like now fucking Hulk do something hilarious and there are some people that are like there's too much taika in this and bullshit because i've begged for marvel movies that have way more uh you know like auteur filmmaking i want to see the 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 director i want to see the writing team take these toys and play with them their way don't break the world don't break the universe and in some ways love and thunder does break what's come before and after it not irreparably but uh but regardless because it's a it's a fucking comic book movie and and cousin paul raises a really good point. point i'm gonna bring it back up so cousin paul says uh quote Please explain how Thor was able to give a bunch of kids Thor powers. 
When has he ever had that ability? And why didn't he use that during Endgame or any other time? I'm happy to answer that, uh, Paul. Uh, he don't. He does not well, have was, that fucking here's, power. He here's doesn't. where I am a convoluted boy. I don't give a fuck. You tell me that that lightning bolt can do that? Temporarily give him fucking Zeus's powers? I, dude, that scene is one of the high marks of that movie. Well, to that see, scene is to wonderful. See, so the movie promised us from the from the poster, <clears throat> from the jump, it's like, you like Thor? I love and thunder. Here's two of them. So we've got he Thor and she Thor running around, and we fucking knew it, and we paid our good money. Not so much Charlie, because he is. They sound like Eternians. Russian. I mean, can we make that movie, please? Kevin, looking at you, Mr. Smith. Um, So, so uh, again, he has never had that power at all. Now, I do agree with Charlie in so much as like, I kind of didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, In particular, at that point in the movie, especially. If one wanted to sit down and write like a, well, see, what had happened was they probably could, between the fucking black and white world and the ultimate reality and then, like, fucking Jane kind of... They, they, I'm a big stickler for, look, if you're going to change something from the comics to a movie or any adaptation, movie, series, fucking, you know, uh, you know novel, whatever the case, have it make it make sense to me. Like, to me specifically, not as, like, the fucking cross my finger, like, mm, I hate this because it's different. Uh, that has not been me since I'm a child. And anyone who is like that is a fucking child. Uh, so that didn't bother me much. Matter of fact, another reason why I'm pretty confident Marvel has my immediate proximity bugged, they steal fucking ideas from me almost <laughs> ad nauseum. Granted, sometimes I don't say them out loud until afterwards. I fucking thought of that. I invented the iPod after it comes out. Um, I what I had said uh, uh, years ago with fucking uh, Shazam mm. was, look, the Shazam family is a terrible fucking idea. Having them all running around with powers equal to and as impressive as Shazam who you just, just fucking met like five minutes ago when that movie dropped was so goddamn dumb because you could have had purple Shazam, fucking green Shazam, gray Shazam, gay Shazam. You could have had all these tiny little girl Shazam in a very hot bitch's body, which is giving me all kinds of irresponsible and uncomfortable feelings. So that, that being said, I'm sitting there and thinking... Fuck, because DC put me in a place at that moment of like, well, this is better than the shit that they've been, the shit sandwiches that they've been putting in front of our faces at lunchtime. But I'm like, I can't, if I'm being honest with nobody but myself, it's not great. It's It, it just ain't great. And my thought was, well, fucking Big Mouth, fix it then. And how I would have fixed it and how Marvel fucking uh, uh, listened in and then whatever devices they have built into this apartment was, I'm like, all right, if he needs to be kind of more places at once uh, than, than just the immediate one-to-one, then he can take, if he's at 100% Shazam power, he can say, look, here's my lovely, the family that I love and that I trust to do the right thing. 10% for you, 10% for you, 10% for you, 10% for you, 9% for Charlie because he's still a little bit sketchy. <laughs> 11% for Justin because he's he's all right. This guy's all right. So now you ha- have Shazam 
have reallocated 50% of his power, 10 at a time, to his little family members. So they're now Shazam lights. They can go and they can deal with minor demons over here. They can go with, over here and deal with fucking little baddies over here. Whilst he still can deal with the big bad. And now you want to talk about interesting storytelling. Now this is Rocky in the fucking 12th round. One eyeball hanging out of his face, lumbering forward. Still doesn't really know how to box or defend himself. But he's still going to fight. So that's what a hero does, right? Hero goes into the fight, doesn't know how it's going to work out for him or her personally. But right is right. You do what you got to do. So Shazam is going to step to the big bad at 50 fucking percent because he's allocated power elsewhere to go save the day where he could not. That's some hero making shit. So in that sense, I said two things. Self, Marvel fucked you again. (laughs) <laughs> um, Shazam should have done a very similar thing, but also as well as Paul to answer the long way around to answer your question. They could, they, they on paper they can have yeah. justified that just like that because they're clear Marvel is clearly watching this podcast. Um, so they they can justify it even if Thor wasn't a hundred percent Thor powered up at that time. But I also agree with Charlie at that stage in the game. I just didn't give a fuck. You know I what really the, didn't care. The, That's fair. That's fair. You, you know what the bigger problem for me was? And I do eventually <clears> want to double back and find out what you guys loved because that's kind of the way I want to end it. Sure. Um, the, the Marvel's current obsession with redeemable heels mm. is officially fucking annoying. Stop it. Gore's allowed to just be a cunt. That ending scene... Should have been Mjolnir crushing his dumb fucking face. And then if you want to end with Love and Thor rocking so they have a name for the fucking movie, have that be Jane's wish. In the last moment where she could be selfish, she's still so fucking awesome. And I hope she comes back as a Valkyrie like in the comics. She wishes that that Thor always has someone to love. Her time's... Over. Better than fucking gore. Your mission was to kill gods. Why the fuck did you ever stop, bro? Now you're going on the side quest to introduce a character that's wildly interesting, well, but totally unneeded. Fuck but, off. But can I can I can I put a pin, just a counterpoint to that? Sure. Um, just speaking for myself. Of how mad I was. Then I'm like, sure, yeah, I'm very. very hey, you're like, yeah, that's fine. I'm <laughs> talking on my ass. It's fine. Um, I don't even believe in Thor. I'm a Jesus guy. Who, by the way, was fucking in the the, the holy fucking uh, holy hangout city. So, was he? So, yes, yes. Oh, well, I didn't see. Spe- no they way. Specifically, they didn't show him. They showed a ton of people. They showed a fucking ton of gods, fucking uh, celestials. Like there Not were a, a ton lot of brown like, ones. There, no, there, but there certainly, <laughs> absolutely was like fucking Not Aztec gods. Oh, Charlie, you. Charlie's reverse racist. Um, but that that all being said, um, I had a lot of fucking, you know, uh, ooh, point of the screen memes. I, I did a lot. And I was surrounded by more people uh, that I should have really been uh, embarrassed by. But, um, but that all said, had, especially with the movie being structured, being what it was up to that point, if I, if you had given, if the Charlie cut, Gave me that fucking saccharine sweet, like, ew, no, I love you so much. I'm going to use, 
Motherfucker, the bitch hadn't seen him in like fucking half a decade. He left her fucking smoke coming out they of her left fucking each nostrils. Other. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I've got t shirts that are older than their relationship. John, and she's like, you know what? I I will fucking give up my the rest of my life, uh, all of the, the research that I could have done in the scientific community just for one day more with Goldilocks. <laughs> what the fuck out of here? I would have I might have thrown popcorn at the screen. See, but Boo! This, but that's but, but but and that's totally acceptable that you feel that way. Um but you're wrong. Uh Justin, what was something about Thor Love and Thunder you oh, loved? Trolley. Um <sighs> I want to jump back real quick because it's, it's yeah, uh, do it. When, I never thought twice about Thor thawing all those kids, um, <laughs> but I'm also not that deep into it, so I just that, assumed that it was a, a power. That sounds power like that a legal fucking like oh, uh, Thor bringing Thor in adventure. first degree thawing those little kids. Uh, you know, I never thought twice about it. I thought it was a power that I missed, so like, you know, I, I was cool with it. Yeah, but, like, um, a fuck. I love comics for that. At this like, point, though, probably after, have that power. After Leia flies through space, anything can happen at any time. Oh, so I'm like, you know what? Please, come on. I'm all about it. Let's go. I I can't without bringing the Last Jedi into it. I always to, <laughs> I always got to throw the fist when I can. But, That's um, a rule. So yeah. So after that, I, I feel like there's a lot of shit that I never really thought twice about. Uh, sure. you know, can that happen, or you know, has it ever happened before? Right. Uh, I just kind of gave up on that stuff, and I'm more in it for the ride. Um, I would say my favorite part, though, you know, it started off strong. I didn't really like the use of Guns and Roses. It, it was a little, little they heavy. They really my opinion. tried to fix some scenes. The dude, yeah, the soundtrack, the really little dude. The son's name was Axel. Yeah, they were really awesome. heavy, and they, they were the way the posters. In. Could they, you imagine though? Like, could they slash they fucking out? win a bet against one of these motherfuckers, or like poker yeah. night or something? But imagine the problem if is, like, they pulled the a Highlander hits, though. You know? Imagine if they got one of those bands to do the whole fucking album. Like yes. that could have elevated this. Like the Depends the karaoke aspect killed me a band. bit. Because look, I mean, every, not, I just want Queen to do it. Time to go, Queen. So it always comes down to a queen with Charlie every fucking time. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, just to go sideways, like everybody lost their mind about Kate Bush for popping up in Stranger Things. I'm like, yeah, it's it's good that she's getting a check because it's the first time maybe in decades. That song sucks. That song sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, that would have brought me back from the fucking upside down. Also, to be like, boom, change the channel. That bullshit. But just finish what you're saying, brother. <laughs> Um, nah, just like, uh, you know, I was in it for the ride, so I like the intro with the Guardians. I kind of wish we saw a little bit more of that, to be honest. 100%. They were in I mean, and gone. Was, they were I was more. like, and it was that the best awesome minutes, Thor honestly. costume deserved more than its eight minutes of... the First of all, you know where people lose me that agree with me? Like, other people who are like, I didn't like this movie, it's a four. Charlie's right. If they're thinking that it's a four because of, like, the splits... And because of the goats, yo, you and I are on different levels. Cause the Thor, all that shit, Claude Van Damme. Bro, I was like, watching that. I love that bullshit. Simple thing. Probably the worst parts were the parts that I was like, yay! I was so enamored with some of the silliness. Well, but that's the thing, and and Justin again makes a good point. Like the, when it was fun, it was very very fun. But when you're looking at it through a certain uh, prism, like through through a certain lens of, if you just watch this movie, ultimately, you really didn't need much before it. 
So so we yeah. we kind of just teased like what the fuck is going on with Phase Four. Um, I I if someone asked me who had not seen any of the of Phase Four installations, including the TV shows, because that's a huge part of it now at this stage in the game. Um, I really could not tell them. I, I couldn't tell them. Well, we're exploring the multiverse, and there's going to be multiverse leakage. Maybe, maybe, or maybe fucking Sony's like, thanks a lot for all the effort. We're going to do our own thing. We didn't see not one fucking spider leg in mm -hmm. in Doctor Strange, and he was ripping through fucking realities right and left. Or, 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 He's out. I'm uh, telling you. Other um. I mean, you could be right. You you could be right. But on the same token, what you're left with is this secret invasion? Is this secret wars? Is this the Doctor Strange multiverse situation? I, I really don't know. And when you look at the shows in particular as being the lead-ins, Loki multiverse. If, if I was gun to my head and said, well, Kang is going to, Kang's the new big bad. We only fucking saw him the one time. Like, nothing has even been teased. Whereas with Thanos, we couldn't get away from that fucking grimace-looking motherfucker. They said it. They were <laughs> like, hey, you got any stones, baby? They, you got them stones? They fucking name-dropped him like a celebrity, and you were out on a first date. But they're like, you know, we know the fucking guys from U.S. Comics House, but also as well as Justin. Um, but, but that all being said, I did find my fun moments. Here's the thing, and, and this is something that I want to take around the horn uh, real quick before I give my final, my, my happiest moment. Um, Thor is at this stage the only Marvel character within the Marvel Universe, putting aside all the different variants of other characters that we've had. Thor is the only motherfucker who's had four movies. Never mind standalone movies. Never mind all the other times that they've peppered him in to Avengers this and that and the other thing, right? So two thoughts that came to mind, Charlie, with what you were talking about was it's, om it's almost less believable that he can share his Thor powers with a bunch of little fucking kids than it is to think that you're going to have a character, an individual person, regardless of his or her immortality right that, that that window of time is very short for him compared to like say fucking jane or fucking big tits mcgee who we haven't seen since wandavision um <laughs> but to say i want thor to be the same in each of these uh, installments mm, that's not great storytelling right so if thor was just like a never mind being a participant if he is just a decorate decoration in his fucking movies, then then it's it's problematic. So I think that you do need to see some kind of character growth. Granted, you're not always gonna like it. Sometimes you're gonna get a, a Thor four, and you're like, well, shit, I like Thor, Thor Mark three better than Thor Mark four. And but that shit happens in real life. Like people like me less and less. Every episode they come back. To, <laughs> shut shut up. Shut up. Don't agree with me. Maybe it's because um, you take over topics, man, you son of a bitch. That's that's just the that's just the Thanos. In John me. pulled the Loki on me. He's like, this is really Loki three. I'm like Charlie. You know, uh, you're really great. <laughs> Magical knife. But that all being said, um, look, characters do change, and and granted, 
yes, Paul, Eternity was poorly used. I'm hoping that they do revisit it. But they Marvel, have to because that little girl got some in Eternity powers. That's true. That is true. But, but again, Marvel is also like fucking infamous for like, oh, remember this thing? Here it is. Never and see you it again. never see Hercules again. Or we just ruin everything. Oh, hella, good job taking over fucking, uh, taking over fucking Thorland. She 100% accomplished her goal. Like, great job. Now we're going to fucking destroy it. Enjoy that, bitch. <laughs> but at least in the last moment, she was like, I want to bring back Mjolnir. Fuck off. Yeah. Be a villain. But nerd. to answer answer Charlie's question and to let him let him wrap it up, um, ultimately... I my my feeling was this was Thor Love and Thunder. What was Jane's character named again? When she had Thor? the fucking blonde locks and the hammer? And Mjolnir specifically? Mighty she, Thor? She's Thor. Yeah. So this movie so the <laughs> arguments that I've heard like walking out of the theaters, because you know, sorry, Russia, I'm not Charlie, I actually paid. Um, walking out of theater, the thing that I was hearing was not these legitimate, like, well, the story was muddied. Uh, well, I didn't like it as much as Ragnarok. Well, I didn't see as much of Taika as I thought I would, which I disagree with. Um, what I heard almost exclusively was, this wasn't even a Thor movie. It was a Jane movie. Yeah. I also Thor, disagree with that person. But, but regardless, <laughs> Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder was jane her her name is thor the and fucking I mean, movie wasn't called thor odinson it was just also thor also it's though jane thor that's the, the end of the movie proves that the real title of this is jane anonymous little eternity powered back from the dead zombie girl odinson like the fucking <laughs> The, like it's they're called love and thunder the movie's not this podcast isn't called john justin and more john as much as <laughs> could it be john might i mean we can figure it out um, <laughs> the last thing i want to say one thing that was glaring to me and ultimately i will watch this movie again a few days ago i was like i'll never watch this shit again i You're forgot crazy. disney plus is the thing i'm absolutely gonna watch the shit out of it um <laughs> if you take valkyrie out of this movie and i love valkyrie i, I love king King you Valkyrie. you completely could have T but if you take tessa thompson out and if you plug lady sif in which you one arm have. and all she she this is a movie ultimately about love right she loved thor that is unrequited love now she's going on a journey for boy thor to go to Lady Thor, she has to see Jane as Mighty Thor. Suddenly you have such an interesting extra player in this game. And I love Valkyrie. I want all the Valkyrie I can get. Give her a fucking 20 episode series. I'll lap that shit up. Give Valkyrie her give her Valkyrie her own show, like going through the rigmarole of having to change as a character from a fucking drunken warrior mess to a leader of people which is now her responsibility on uh, uh on earth and yeah I, they did lady sif dirty again but, but here's the thing they, they did <laughs> right. the fucking the 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 was the the warriors three the oh i mean at least they made fun the of it this time but I'm he called saying, them that like, one, that one, and that one. I'm like, at least you'd make you fucking. Uh, yeah, at least you acknowledge your fucking just dissing in the Because that was him out. being like, my bad. 
in the Taika <laughs> way. Yeah, they, 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 they did them poorly. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I, I give you credit, Charlie. That's a fair thought because the only thing I was thinking was, what's the point of any of these motherfuckers wearing any kind of armor at all when it is clearly <laughs> so easy to just hack off of it may as well have been lightsabers and fucking star wars because there were appendages flying off in this entire series willy-nilly dare i say i i but, hope um, i hope she gets the robot arm thor rocks and i hope she has a bigger part in thor 5 john justin my beautiful friends, none of this uh, glorious podcast action would be possible without me and two very important other elements. And I say this from the bottom of my love and thunder heart. Uh, it couldn't be done without me once again and our wonderful sponsors. Sponsors, gentlemen. Baby. This episode of U.S. Comics Cast, which is available on iTunes and anywhere you can download podcasts. Actually, we are live every Wednesday on the YouTube, on the Twitch, on the Facebook. Uh, none of this uh, would be worth it to me because no one would be throwing me delicious money like one of my favorite bands of all nobody, time. Nobody and that, is. of course, is the band that opened up the show, none other than Bad Mary. You can follow across all social media at Bad Mary Band. What's great, though, is if you're one of the brilliant bastards that watches this live or very soon after it finishes up being live, so it's still kind of live to you, you can check out this Friday, Bad <laughs> Mary, Bad Mary at the glorious, glorious Mr. Berries in Bethpage, New York. Their show is at 8. They're playing with some awesome bands. You might be able to see some beautiful Latin monsters there as well. And for those of you that are listening to this a month from now, you silly, silly, silly goons, you can check out their brand new EP because that drops July 26th. Uh, we got Rock and Roll Classics Volume 7. We got original songs from, again, one of my absolute favorite bands of all time, Bad Mary Band. Follow them on social media. You can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. Throw them some money. Uh, buy a T-shirt, buy a CD. The best part is all their musicals, all their music rather, is available across every music streaming app so check out their discography today john charlie how the hell was that fucking spot so long and you forgot to mention the bowery electric uh literally hours from now with the dolly rots uh, uh double gang all kinds of all kinds of well, because i don't think anyone can make that fans. show john you oh, ran my topic you're gonna run my head if they're you watching have your own this video ads. right now if you're listening I'm to it, it's you not just need to I have check to out the video because sometimes you get more and more uh recent finally justin we got it to ourselves buddy <laughs> um but also as well as you gotta ask yourself where are we dropping and the answer is not not in new york anymore now we're dropping in florida because sergeant finesse has picked up sticks and taken the entire finesse clan down to florida but you can still find him gaming on both twitch and facebook multiple streams every day soon enough because the bunker is reopening i think on friday uh but it's outstanding video game content supporter games closed streams giveaways don't be a sucker check them out today but also as well as if you need to pick me up follow the white rabbit over to sneakenergy.com almost dropped that drink mm, that would have been a disaster Ooh, <laughs> use code sgt at checkout um also though 
that being said, look, when the sergeant's on deck, you salute. Uh, he will be back with us pretty soon. He's getting all situated down in Florida. Um, but also, and, and uh, friends of Bad Mary, friends of U.S. Comics cast, uh, I just recently shared the stage with her, Miss Kara Burke. Uh, her and her bandmates just dropped a dope EP. Uh, check it out. Check it out. She's they, She and they are a guest uh, sponsor of today's episode. Enter the Cosmic. Their EP dropped. Uh, uh, self-named uh, EP. The band is named Enter the Cosmic. So is the EP. You can check it out on all stream. It's streaming on all major platforms right damn now. If you go see them live, they sell CDs as well. Um, you can find them on Facebook, on Instagram, Enter the Cosmic. Um, they're just dope. As a matter of fact, uh, if you stick around towards the very end, you just might hear... Uh, one of their tunes, they're gonna like tag team slap him in and, and cover for <laughs> Bad Mary this week. Uh, dope, dope uh, band, very, very good music. Uh, you're gonna enjoy it as much as I did, I'm sure. Um, but also, as well as we have a second special guest, uh, Pop, uh, to promote our very own Justin. Oh, Charlie's still there. Uh, Justin. <laughs> Justin getting into the vinyl business, kids. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, new yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Adventure, uh, I call it Electronic Bay, eBay for short. <laughs> uh, Justin, tell them where they can find all of this vinyl, vinyl goodness. Granted, not the couple that I personally picked out. You can't have those. But, <laughs> Justin, to, real quick, brother, tell us about this fucking this windfall of, of plastic shiny vinyl that came your way and where the good people can find that shit. It's good tunes. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, picked up a bunch of boxes. Actually, I got a stack of them back there. You can probably see. Um, I'm going to sell them on eBay soon after John gets his cut. Of course, uh, my <laughs> name on eBay is uh, empty box King, believe it or not. Cause uh, I started on eBay just selling empty boxes to schmucks who, who still wanted to buy them for some reason. So that's what my eBay name was. Um, and I'll have them all listed up in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate the plug, man. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck yeah, Now, man. Justin, will these boxes include the albums they try to buy? Or is it going <laughs> to be like a return to, uh, is uh, this no, all no, ironical? Uh, the empty boxes, I mean, I got a couple up there now. But we're talking just shoe boxes and shit that uh, I think people buy, like, fake stuff and then sell them in real boxes so oh, whenever shit. i buy real stuff i sell them the boxes and then, then oh. I don't know, collectors or something like that one of but, one uh, of the, that's how it started the, the classic uh petards is to take just like the box of some dope ass shit and just give your brother like a, a totally cheap like fucking nonsense knockoff thing You're like hey you go charlie merry christmas to you fucking yeah, joke videos it's, and stuff it's your own fault for having a birthday so fucking close to christmas what were you thinking with your little tiny baby brain damn it no thor powers for you sir can i have some shazam powers you may yay <laughs> but only because 9%. shazam will get proportionately weaker when he do it <laughs> um but fuck yeah man that 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 was um that was very well thought john Eloquent, i can't believe you frankly, mentioned all those ads you not... didn't mention just kidding <laughs> You had an entire P to work that material out. No, that was um, the whole joke. <laughs> that was just like, that was, got it. I nailed it. It was that it. dot, 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 taking the praise. <laughs> Next topic. Oh, God. So, um, so yeah, so Thor is very, 
it's it's very fresh on everybody's divisive. mind. Uh, and you know what? It is somewhat divisive. But on the uh, that all being said, like in this day and age, with as much going on, with as much crap that we have to wade through on a daily basis, I think personally, it's so much easier to be like. If you liked it, great. If you didn't like it, eh, that sucks. I hope um, people like it. And and you know I what? I hope I'm in the vast Take minority. Your, tip, typically speaking, that's the case. But yeah, like I think the, honestly, if I if I was a betting man, uh, I would say that most people are gonna be like, yeah, it was okay, it was all right. Uh, but Sorry. mainly just because it was expectations were so high coming off of Ragnarok. Ragnarok was a salvation job because fucking Thor 2 Electric Boogaloo sucked so much ass. <laughs> um, and they attempted to keep it so serious and certainly it was a, it was an integral part of the Thanos overarching story uh, where Ragnarok did it much more on the lighter side and let's be honest, I mean, this might not have any connectivity to Phase 4, but with the time that we've had to push off uh, for the last two COVID weeks, um, we have missed ooh, very much so a timely and uh, uh, pertinent fucking content that was that was put out there. So, um, Charlie, you know, right off the bat, you know, I, I do want to ask you, and we'll go around the because I I have kind of like deep thoughts um, about this in particular. What were your expectations uh, uh, kind of like going in? Were you like, if this doesn't hit all the fucking marks for me, then it's going to be a complete failure versus like, if it's an okay endeavor, then then I am okay with it. Like, uh, like wh- how, how was your... I don't know. Like you, 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 like what was your your expectation kind of going in? For what? Tell the lovely people what we're talking about next. I mean, you know, what, some people man. just listen; they don't well, see cues. Oh, you <laughs> well. Go ahead. You can throw. A, go ahead and, and throw, that still doesn't help the throw, listeners. Throw up the visual, and so he, here's the, the big issue: is that Justin and I almost on like a a minute by minute basis, certainly episode by episode basis. We were talking about uh, Ben. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to confuse anybody. Uh, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. A lot of people think those are different people. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi was one of those series that, if I'm not mistaken, was pushed back. Right? So we, we, we were told it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Then they were like, uh, it's coming later than you expected. Um, we were told all kinds of stuff and honestly going into it, the, the thing that, that we were told that ultimately just were the only like truths about it was that we were getting mannequin back, um, (laughs) that we were getting, you, you, you raise it up like these redemption fucking tales. Like this is going to be the Vader that you want to see. And like, well, this is Obi-Wan. This isn't Vader Kenobi. Uh, right, so you, we're gonna get young Luke, and we're gonna get fucking, you know, uh, we're gonna get back the version of of uh, the version of the family that I can throw down, and you know, I realize it's a big, big fucking galaxy, but somehow we find ourselves on Tatooine again. Tatooine is clearly the center of the entire fucking universe. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to go around the horn because, like I said, I have very, very 
uh, strong feelings about it. So, Charlie, for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series streaming on <laughs> Disney+, Plus, uh, Charlie, what were your expectations going in? And on that same scale, 1 to 10, where did it hit? Like, how close to the, to the Charlie mark did it hit? I think it's very important to acknowledge how long I've loved Star Wars. I've loved Star Wars since 2019. Uh, when Mandalorian came on my screen and was like, you want some fucking Star Wars? Here's some motherfucking Star Wars. So I am very much, admittedly, in like the honeymoon period still of my love and my obsession with Star Wars. I'm like calling John. I'm like, bro, you hear about droids, bro? How close? They're not robots. Have you ever They're heard of droids. a lightsaber? So for me, Obi-Wan was one of those series. I, I wouldn't say I was excited. Uh, I wasn't counting down the minutes like I was for like Boba Fett because I was hoping they'd fix a character I kind of thought was shitty. Um, did fail, by the way. Um, so I wasn't particularly excited for it. I sat down to that first episode and I was like, oh shit, Tatooine again though. <laughs> Interesting. I like. I'm already sick of Tatooine. But, but, but we we kind of knew to expect that though. Yeah, but the minute that that show was like, nah, bitch, he's actually going on an adventure with little Leia, and I met little Leia. I was like, this bitch is a seven, all day every day. It can do no crime. He can use his lightsaber as a wiffle ball bat, and I'm gonna look past it because I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's a seven and a half on my scale to ten. Uh, I had a rip roaring time. I instantly started watching it again. Um, I love the story they were trying to tell. I think they stuck the landing enough. I think it was Star Wars goodness uh, up and down. It was Star Wars. So, Justin, same question, brother. What was your level of expectation going in? And how close did they hit? Did they come to hitting the mark? I was probably hoping to get like an eight and a half or a nine out of it. You know, I had pretty high expectations. Like you said, they pushed it off for so long. And you can only hope it's because they're searching for perfection. Um, and it probably rolled in around a six, six and a half for me. So, you know, I wasn't thrilled. That's fair. That's, six and that's, a half is still passing, barely. Six, six and a half, again, You no summer school. You get to enjoy the, the hot-ass months. Go down to the basement where it's cool, play video games with your friends. Six and a half gets it done. Um, but it, it, disappointment can set in if your level of expectation, like you said, was, was higher. Now, I am... I come from the school of what have you done for me lately, Eddie? Like, that's that's where I'm at. So, I'm a Star Wars lover. <laughs> All the sheets. As many of the little, like, one fucking angle uh, uh, of move, of articulation figures, fucking <laughs> mixing them shits in with the G.I. Joes and having, like, an epic adventure, mixing the vehicles with the G.I. Joe stuff, and fucking Cobra doesn't stand a chance, even though they are, without question, far better dressed then the G.I. Joe is just all cobbled <laughs> together, whatever they're going to wear. Half of them not wearing shirts. Looking at you, gung-ho. That's a great thing. But had Boba Fett not fucking shoved it into my Sarlacc <laughs> hole the way that he had, 
my level of expectation would have been significantly higher That's than fair. it was. That's it, fair. it really yeah. was. Because this was not a Filoni Favreau production. This was from the desk of Blah Blah Kennedy. And even though the talent was there, first of all, let me let me say this. The in this entire like hashtag, oh, now you guys all know what we knew from the prequels. That mannequin was really wonderful and was a fucking a great performance. Wrong. Wrong. He is go not back and watch a talented look, actor. I, nah, let's I... not get let's not get crazy. The the kid hasn't had much material to work with as far as his IMDb page in my estimation, right? Shattered Glass, he handed in a fucking awesome performance. Anyone out there, if you haven't seen Shattered Glass, it's based on a true story of a fucking journalist who just made shit up to get that byline in the papers, and he did a very good job about it. And you want to talk about a redemption story, Darth Vader ain't it. Gore <laughs> the God Butcher is not it. Somebody like fucking, uh, what's his face, Glass, who made up fucking stories, but like he didn't just do it just because it seemed like a fun thing to do. That's the type of story, that's what redemption stories are for. Even if you're like, nah, that was still pretty fucked up. You're right, but at least know why the person did what they did. It's better understanding. That all being said, this series is not going to fucking put him up on a pedestal like now all of a sudden he's fucking Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> he's not! The kid was barely, barely, barely in the fucking series. If anything, when the when the helmet cracks, again, spoiler heavy, because if you haven't watched it by now, you're not Yeah, gonna... the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> what, are you, what are you doing with what your What do you life? got, a, a wife and kids? Fuck out of here. Seriously, come on. Nerd. Things to do? Nerd. <laughs> fuck out. Um, they crack his helmet again, and uh, you get to see the, his face and you, his real face. Rebels uh, did you, it! You, <laughs> you hear the, two of, the dual voices... Uh, in live action uh, great all that stuff was very good but and I'm saying this right now I understand that it might be sacrilege and if Favreau or Filoni are watching this I apologize please consider me as yet another brown person in space <laughs> but as huge of a fan of I of Star Wars I was a kid fan of Star Wars kids are much easier to placate right Fucking uh, the, 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 the bearded, chinless wonder knows this better than most because he can't write dialogue to save his fucking life. <laughs> he could grow a beard and a jawline better than he can write dialogue. His dialogue is trash. I love Star Wars. Again, I want to be very clear about this point. But Star Wars, with several, several exceptions, though not many, Star Wars is a collection of moments. Agreed. When you're talking about certain Star Wars movies, and now that we've elevated it to another platform, Star Wars shows, more often than not, you're talking about this moment, that moment, when this happened, what about this? You're not talking about the collective story arc. You're not talking about the collective feeling the 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 saga 
uh, creating the epic ability. No, you're like, fucking prequels sucked. If I hear Roger Roger one more time, <laughs> I'm going to throw up. If Jar Jar Binks' tongue comes out of his face, I'm just going to turn and punch whoever the fuck is sitting to my left. And Charlie, once again, I'm so sorry. It was not expected. It just happened. However, Duel of the Fates, one of the fucking hottest moments, one of the sickest three-minute sequences I have ever watched in my life, and I'm including porno. So Star Wars, <laughs> again, with several amazing exceptions, Empire Strikes Back from beginning to end, nearly flawless. Nearly flawless. I'll go fucking toe-to-toe with whoever tries to tell me that Rogue One wasn't just a great movie. I'm not talking about it as, as an installment of Star Wars. That's up for debate depending on where you felt, how, how you felt rather, and where you were <laughs> going into the damn thing. That's a different fucking story. Yeah, I understand a blind guy with a stick fighting against fucking Imperials. That's sometimes hard to swallow. Who can't use the fucking I'm force? The force, the force is one with me. I'm on with the force. The force is one with me. Any, roger, roger. Anybody, though, who hadn't seen a, a tiny little fucking nine-year-old uh, Jinder Arso running around Comic-Con giving out fucking plans to the <laughs> to the Death Star, to every Leia that she saw, I that is like chef's kiss, as Charlie would say. So so there are there are certain glaring exceptions to that comment that I just made. But I would say, and I feel confident in saying it because I am a Star Wars fan. I love the world that Lucas created. But the truth of the matter is other people are playing better games with his toys. This really wasn't an example of that. Obi-Wan Kenobi had moments that I fucking loved. That I loved. A lot of it is disposable. I don't feel any fucking need to rewatch this series. There might be a bunch of moments I'm like, yo, let me throw this on YouTube real quick. Oh, shit, remember this? Remember that? I might throw up an episode or two. Also, Charlie's right. Young Leia, that little motherfucker, we're going to see her plenty. She put on an acting clinic. (laughs) She's like a fetus. She still had a fucking embryonic tail wagging back and forth. Um, so, so yeah. And also obviously Ewan McGregor, he's a fucking, he's a tremendous actor. So even he couldn't do dick with those prequel fucking, uh, <laughs> uh fucking, uh, um, Hello uh, there. lines. Um, famous for a reason. And, and, and probably like my favorite thing to come out of it ultimately was Taika Watiti fucking asking, homegirl she wanted to be in his star wars movie she's like bitch i've been in three star wars movies the fuck are you I'm doing vader's mom take your like, take a, a break from mom. smashing both of your girlfriends and actually like watch something um that being said i'm very much looking forward to what we do in the shadows new season coming forward um so so yeah so for me i i would agree i would because the moments in this series the were as strong as they were I would bump it up a little bit from Justin's grade. I would say I didn't have a tremendously high level of expectation because I'm like, similar to Boba Fett, I'm like, fuck Ben Kenobi. He didn't really do dick. He didn't do dick. As an old man, he clearly, Alec McGinnis did not want to be there and told anybody who was willing to listen when he was filming the original, a new hope. He's like, my new hope is that we can wrap this motherfucker early because fuck this movie. 
Uh, so fuck old Ben Kenobi. I'm like, he's a dick. He died like a bitch anyway. And young Kenobi, he done fucked up too. Oh, he wanted to be master. Like, you can be a master if you train this little fucking Johnny come lately. He's like, okay, boss, whatever you say. Did a shit job fucking training him. The guy, the guy turned to, to piss on his fucking watch. Um, so, so Obi-Wan Kenobi clearly had PTSD in this whole motherfucker. Rightfully so. He done fucked up, Jim. Uh, but that all being said, I would give it a seven. And I have rewatched. That's a hell of a score. A seven to seven. I mean, you don't, you don't roll up. You know, if you're a seven, uh, if you got a seventy, you're not valedictorian speech in your future. A seven is like a me to me a mediocre. It's but a real U.S. Wars. comics cast. It's like <laughs> the bare essentials to be a pass, <laughs> but not like by the skin of our teeth. It's like a whole tooth. <laughs> like we passed, John. Like we we barely passed, but on the same token, we didn't study. So John, it's the know, best that we can ask for. <laughs> John, you know I respect your opinions, but I'm gonna direct this to Justin. Justin, is it, it just a fact at this point that without legacy characters, Star Wars seemingly just like humana 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 fumble? Re- somehow, Reva is one of the worst written characters. Oh my god! Now let me preface something, Internet. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with you Hashtag because the internet Charlie sucks. Is a racist. Moses Ingram <laughs> is a tremendous talent. I'm going to pull up her IMDb real quick. She did as much with that shit material um, like you and McGregor before her. Shit material can only be elevated so much. This broad Reva had seven different goals, botched all of them, added an eighth stupid goal. Is she... Now, keep in mind, Jar Jar Binks exists. Uh, uh, we saw Sidious's butt in a fight with Yoda. Call it the is, way it's supposed to be. Darth Jar Jar Binks. Is Reva the worst written character in Star Wars? Does she break into that talentless pool of shit characters? That's tough. This is again nothing to Ingram. I do think she's I a love phenomenal her. actress. I said it. One hundred percent. I would watch a thirty-episode Jar Jar Binks dedicated Damn. on <laughs> Never Leaves Gungan City. I don't care what he's doing. I could watch. Misa can't believe you said that. Before I ever want to see Riva anywhere ever again. John, Charlie. My question for you regarding Riva. Yes. Has there ever been an easier plot line for a character? All they had to do was the obvious with her, and it would have been a good arc, and instead they fumbled so, it? So, uh, again, the, the, the game that we all play of, like, mm, I could have done this better was it was almost an overload where I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, no, no. No, no. And I watched this by myself because my brother was coated in COVID from head from head to hairy toes. I sat there watching. I was like, what? Yelling. I may as well have been watching the fucking Giants in these past few seasons. I'm like, what are you doing? Throw the ball. So first of all, if you're, if you're sitting in this pitch meeting, you're like, all right, we have a character. Doesn't matter what her name is now. 
It's going to be female, though, because that's where we are in this world. Fine. No problems there. Going to be a person of color. Fine. No problems there. Ultimately, though, she wants to kill Vader. That's her end goal, right? She wants to get from point A to point B. Vader's dead body is point B. Point A is where we meet her. She needs to be alone with Vader to accomplish her goals. That's the show. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the vehicle getting her from point A to point B. Writers, knock yourself out. I'm Kathleen Kennedy. Somebody bring me my fucking coffee while I put my dogs up on the, on the desk. <laughs> what these fucking numbskulls what these bump stumble bums came up with, it's honestly like there were twelve of them sitting around the table and they're like, "All right, well, what if this?" And they all fucking threw them into a hat, and instead of the proper process, we're like, "All right, let's let's just pick one out and that's the one we'll roll with it." Or in a perfect world, we're like, "Let's read well. them all and be like, mm, this one's the best." They said, "Okay, we're gonna fucking use them all." <laughs> it was so convoluted so dumb so fragmented that ultimately they fucked this poor woman over like she is now uh, uh like a pariah of a character and rightfully so because even if they had said well as a again spoilers even as a youngling maybe they knocked off that big goofy fucking hospital uh bedpan <laughs> off her head and she whacked her head and be like, she fucked her head up. That's why she cannot, she's good with the lightsaber and she's very angry, like Mr. T angry. But she cannot put together a cohesive plan. At least that'd be like, well, I get it. Now I get it why her plans suck ass. And why they ultimately, uh, first sister or second sister, would have stepped in and be like, nah, nah, nah. What we need to be doing is go this way. Uh, they didn't even do that. They never established she had never had the opportunity to be with Vader alone. The only way that she could be with Vader alone is to fucking go out and get like the most powerful, other than Yoda, fucking Jedi to be on the on the lamb. That was her fucking master plan. And she was going to be a total cunt about it in the meantime. Like maybe you would get where you're going a little closer, Reva, a little faster, if you enrolled some of these other douchebags. And ultimately, if someone wants to step in and salvage any of this fucking shitty storytelling, then you would say, okay, well, this, the, the way that they're bickering uh, amongst each other, uh, the way that there's only ever the two when you're dealing with the Sith, motherfuckers can do math. They're like, look, it's you or me. Uh, we both have red lightsabers, but that does not mean we're on the same fucking team, son. You get me? So if if they establish they're like, look, I'm she, I'm different. I'm trying to work with you. Help me out, fucking egghead. Another powder. <laughs> fucking help me out, Asian fucking guy. For like the first time in ever. Um, but they didn't even do that. And then her plans were so goofy and and poorly fucking structured uh, that it ultimately I'm like, what the fuck? Obviously, and he and, and the Titanic of it all. Titanic of it all. <laughs> You know where it's going. So in order for you to write a story that fits into the middle, I'm going to bring it back to fucking Rogue One. In order to write a story that fits into the middle where you know how it ends already, then you need to have fucking... 
They need to be dancing on the fucking front of the ship. They need to be spinning and fucking in the underbelly. You got to maybe draw me like one of your French girls every once in a while. Like, you have a lot to accomplish. So let me ask you, Justin, when you heard the series, what were you hoping for? You know, I was hoping for a lot of Vader, respectfully, of course. And the one thing I will tip my hat to is that they didn't disrespect Vader in any way. I was expecting him to cry and be disrespect his feelings. And they elevated they, that motherfucker to God levels. hundred percent. So I, I thank them for that. But the thanking <laughs> probably ends there. Um, what I wanted from the series was, yeah, I'm curious. I was curious to see what Obi-Wan's doing at that time. I didn't see little Leia coming in at all, and I had no beef with it, but I think it did drag on a little bit because midway through, we all kind of see what's going on at this point, and like at this point, we all just want Vader. So like, stop dragging me through the mud, stop giving me tunnels that apparently have 16 exits, stop doing all that dumb shit, and just give me what I'm here for. And they made you wait all the way to the very end, classic to, to get there. Um, I just wanted Vader at this point. After Boba Fett, like you said, I had, you know, High expectations, but they were reserved a little bit. Right. Uh, I just wanted to see Vader and Obi Wan kick some ass. You know what it is, and and, and just to, I'll jump in real quick, Charlie, and then you can run with it. At least, at least, we got Vader. We didn't get the guy a guy dressed up like Vader, like yeah. Boba Fett. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna drag his 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 ass Fair. again. No, he deserves. Sorry, so buddy. Vader was still Vader, and again the moments. I will send people links to fucking Vader catching a starship 50 feet in the air and slamming that shit down like he had scored a touchdown. He's fucking about to do the icky shot. Like Vader should have been like, I caught your starship, motherfucker. Oh, the second starship? Oh, right behind it? I was too busy doing my victory dance. He's not. That was done now? My fantasy points are fucked this week. God damn me. God damn me. Uh, so yeah, Justin, we got we got Vader, and we got such a, a an incredibly powerful Vader. Now, this is this. I'm one of those guys where I fully subscribe to the art of show don't tell. That's good storytelling. Don't fucking have a person deliver a diatribe that lasts for 15 minutes and now i got to take notes in order to understand what happened or what's happening sideways or what's going to happen in the future. Uh, yeah, that's right. Write it down, Charlie. You're the but, diatribe. But that being said, some things are a line away from falling directly into fucking focus. Right? So if we don't get some kind of an inclination... I already have it. Maybe some other people do. With Sith, the analogy that I'll use, you knew you weren't going to get away without an analogy. The analogy, Damn it, I was already sick for so many weeks. <laughs> the analogy that I'm going to use is Freddy. Kruger? Freddy Krueger. Formerly of the Upside Down. Watch the series if you haven't. Freddy, he derives his power. Actually, Pennywise is a good example of it too. They derive their power from fear, right? The more fucking afraid you are, the stronger that they become. The more, the more realistic them achieving their fucking goals of turning you into jello is gonna fucking be. Sith, it should be that the more they fucking hate in that moment, the more powerful that they come. 
That's how it has to be. That ha- that's that's the only way that at this lit stage in the Star Wars game, you can really fucking justify all of that nonsense because we have never seen any version of Vader as straight up powerful as he was in this fucking series. That has to be addressed. You can't just go on your merry fucking way and never deal with it again because it is a glaring hole. As much as I loved seeing it, and I am a visual effects slut bag. I get that. Look at how I'm dressed. You have to fucking address it. So, Charlie, bring it right back up to you, brother. Regarding Vader, I was going to say something similar. What I really was waiting for from the series was to see the side effect of using dark side power. Motherfucker lives in a fish tank when he's not in that goddamn suit. After he held up that plane and then didn't grab the other starship, (laughs) all you need is, like, once he's alone again, him collapsing under his own weight. It takes fucking everything out of you, right? Like stupid yoga. Yoga. (laughs) That's Yoda's cousin. Uh, Yoda walks around with a cane all half Can you imagine a Yoda, a version of Yoda's species, but, like, she's a bomb piece Tight butt cheeks, six pack. Yes, I can't imagine. I drew. Mm, uh, Dog, you must do. That's my back uh, tattoo. Um, (laughs) If you, I needed, I needed a a consequence. Why is it uh, Vader always doing? It's only fucking because of Obi Wan. And the series ends with with his master being like, "Hey, cut that shit out. You care more about that (laughs) than me," which I thought was really cool. that was a good touch. The other thing, though, to sidestep... Palpatine's a bitch, too. I can I, fix that whole shit. I thought this cast was amazing. <laughs> I am wildly offended that... Uh, and I'm going to butcher her name. I apologize. But but uh, Tala in the series... Um, Indira Varma? As yeah, close as I can get. Close. Who who I fell in love with Oof, in Game I of Thrones. And when I saw she was going to be in this, like my, my heart eyes... Get uh, online because I have loved her since Rome. Fair enough. You guys watched the Rome series on HBO? Like did yeah. at your at your reco. Oh my oh, god! Oh Justin, Justin, you have to you have to Justin catch watch up. it, dude. Because I mean, I'll add him to the list. It it is it's all like historical record, but then they then they pepper in like uh, you know spaceships like, and shit. This maybe <laughs> imagine. Oh, uh, they, they pepper in like oh this would be this would be funny. They also <clears throat> historically take certain characters. That did exist, and like, well, let's take these six people, and make them one guy. That'll make him much more interesting to watch. But <laughs> it, it basically but, takes it, just real quick, Charlie. It, yeah. it takes you as a viewer from when um, when fucking Caesar says, "You know what? I'm gonna fucking cross this river and bring it, son." Uh, up until like him dying, and uh, all the way up to Octavian, and it's it's just great, great. Uh, just great viewing, well written, unlike some of these Star Wars. Uh, beautifully acted, and a homegirl is in it, just looking like a snack. Uh, but Charlie, I'm sorry, uh, babble away. What what did what did Tala do in this show? What was her? She wore she a uniform. Really worked, she really <laughs> worked for who? The rebels. Well, and she rebels. pretended yeah, yeah, yeah. she was, and she pretended she was working with who? Uh, the Empire. And what did Reva? I'm pretty sure she was getting direct deposits from the Empire. Like she was still on the books. <laughs> uh, and Reva was pretending to work for who? Reva was also was. Why are these two dentist. characters if they're basically doing the same goddamn thing? 
sirs, make that one character. God damn it. Oh. This like extra shit. They both wind up with less to do. One character I still love. I I I think Tal is a dope character. I love that Leia winds up with her gun belt. That presumably is the same one that makes an appearance in Jedi, which wow, delicious. Um, as much as I was able to like the show, the one thing I couldn't shake was what if. Bear with me one sec. What if they had giant balls, and in this series they, they were women, Charlie. Fair enough. If they had giant lady balls, I mean the production people, which oh. may have been ladies, I don't know. What if they had the balls and this became like a what if story? And what if little stupid Luke died? And what if like season two of Kenobi was him training fucking Leia, whose parents would be way more okay with the whole process? You could have changed everything. Yeah, Vader no, could have been a that. badass with superpowers <laughs> and shit. I, would you hate it more than what we got? Yes. Instead, what we got is a seven. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, because we we were at this stage. The only thing Star Wars can do within the legacy window is remove stakes by letting is, us know everyone's is just, fine at the just end. Just adding like episode one point two and one point. You know, like the that's just the, the and and you know I referenced it actually in the copy. We we think of the Wild West as like. A long period of time, like at least I did. When somebody says, "Oh, fucking Wild West," it feels like, well, everybody's rush, running around on on horses and fucking, you know, one one outfit for like months and shit like that. Like I always thought coming up, I'm like the Wild West period of time that had to be a hundred fucking years or longer. It's like a like, weekend. That's that's some serious shit. Yeah, it was like a small window of time. It was literally a thirty year window that everything, every story that you ever heard. Every Red Dead Redemption fucking arc that you played out, every fucking goofy cowboy hat uh, that somebody wore to a concert that thought it was idea but sat directly in front of you, that whole shit hmm. happened within a thirty-year window. Guess what else happened within a thirty-year window? Star the Wars. Entire lifespan of the Empire. How fucked up did they have to? How fucked up did they have to be? Within 30 years in a galaxy to ruin everything. Like, you were working overtime. No wonder fucking those ships were so big. People were on, like, day shifts, night shifts, in-between shift, ever so right shift. The Empire was working full fucking time. And um, it only took them, like, two movies to fucking bring that shit down. So, I get it. But they're like building to like, oh well, this is the rebellion. This is a rebellion. We we know, we get it. I don't need Ice Cube's kid to fucking hold my hand. Oh my god! And guy. walk me through like talk oh, about I a useless character. Oh. Eh, but you I know like his, his character, character, his character was, was literally the useless. worst dude. I liked him. Though. Useless. Like whether you personalize him, he he he. I like what I he like. He was of no use. Uh, he did the just, right thing at the end. People it doing was, right shit. I dig it. it Every just, line he's delivered was just uh, trash. Yeah, yeah not, uh, not, not, he was trash. not good. You could have, and I love him as a dude. But that's the thing too. Wrong. Like you want to say, I want to give this guy a job. I want to. I want this guy to be in my franchise. You could have given him so much better shit yeah. to do. I got a very distinct vibe that like he is going to be a player, like that we're going to see a lot more of. Up until a new which hope I know feels like a nightmare for you guys. Don't see him in the new hope. So, like, well, but that's, that's again, again the not Titanic to go multiverse of, of madness. 
but like me knowing how everyone winds up is it, it takes away something the stakes are very very hard to get invested in when you're like these fuckers are fine the only yeah, one Vader is... got a new scar but the, that dome wasn't winning any fucking which, sex which symbol Which was contests. a fucking, uh, which was a thing that I liked. But look, ultimately, when you're dealing with legacy characters, and to take it back to Taika, um, with his Star Wars movie, he's like, I don't want anything connected to anybody. I mean, actresses that were in like three fucking movies, notwithstanding. <laughs> um, he's like, I don't want anything to do with any legacy shit that's going on. No fucking characters that you have heard of prior uh, he says, I just want to make my own movie. And, and Charlie used a perfect word prior, auteurs, right? People who make content, and you're like, this is a fucking, this is a James Gunn movie. This is a Taika Waititi movie. This is a fucking John and Charlie jam. You know, like, you look at a movie, and you're like, I got it, right? Charlie and I were fucking talking about how you can watch wildly different subject matter and still know you can fucking watch a baby driver or you can fucking watch uh, uh, you know Scott Pilgrim or you can fucking watch all these movies like I I know this motherfucker first and first mostly because I'm jamming out because the soundtrack is dope um, but look when you have when you give the reins to a creator you take what you get right you take what you get you can't do it like Star Wars did in the middle of a fucking trilogy <laughs> where they're like, you know what? Fuck those storylines. Fuck those character developments that you've done. I'm going to do something. No, no, no. That, that, that shit doesn't work. So you need to do it in its proper, you know, like a, a, a birds are amazing. A hawk is an amazing predator. It's not much uh, swimming. So, you know, if it's a fucking, if it's the middle of the ocean and it's a trout versus the hawk, the trout is going to win. You have to have them in their fucking element. Um, and I think that's where ultimately even Star Wars can go wrong. You want really good storytelling. You look at when they handed the reins to the right person and, and then they, they, they took their hands off. Empire. Fucking, I mentioned it before. Uh, um, fucking, whatchamacallit. Rogue One. You know, Rogue One. I mean, th these are just great fucking movies, regardless of this overarching fucking nonsense space you know, soap opera. Time keeps proving together. me right about Solo. Like, Solo, um, I know some Solo's people hate stack film. movies. Solo, Solo's comfortably no Solo. in the top half of Star Wars. I, if you disagree, also, you're fucking wrong. Han Solo. 100%. Solo. Solo. Han no, Solo. No is without question if not the certainly top three most cohesive fucking characters written for star wars why because he's an archetype that already existed chinless did not invent dick the fucking lightsabers they they ran a fucking you know, a recorder passed the fucking microphone too close. They got a good guess. I'm like, oh, I got a good idea. The guy was great with miniatures. Give me a fucking break. Star Wars is a collection of moments. That's all I got to say about that. But, um, Charlie, final thoughts, and then we'll go home because we're, we're, we're an extra time. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do another season. I like uh, I Star get, Wars. I hope we get way more Baby Leia. Uh, and frankly, there's a lot of times I was uh, I was glad that I exist in this era. Um, 
I think Star Wars is still currently in its renaissance. Don't kill me. Um, I think the best Star Wars shit uh, is is still around the corner, though. Sure, because Filoni and Favreau are fucking doing their thing. I, your lips, God's ears. May they may they reign a thousand years. Justin, I, I acquiesce the rest of my time to Justin. Um, at this point, I don't hold it in such a high regard anymore. Wow. I've never heard it worded better than it's a collection of moments. So my thought process has changed. I'm willing to watch every second of shit that you dump my way because I know I will pull little things out that will keep it going for me. So I no longer safeguard it and, you know, you don't do this, don't do that. F- fucking do it. Show me what you got. I'm going to find something that keeps me going in there and then it's... It's just going to be how it is until I die. Yeah, it's There'll always be something in there. Um, so make five seasons, make ten seasons. I don't, you know, give me everything you got and I'll find something to hold on to. Fuck yeah. Man. It took me a long time to get there, though, honestly. Sure. And well, yeah, we, through space. We get, we get protective of, forget about the fucking things we love. We get protective of just the things we like. Because yeah. the truth is, there is so much trash floating around. Uh, uh, you know, in the world out there, you're like, oh, fuck this, that's garbage, ugh, that's terrible, uh, this is the shit. Um, that when you have something that's even somewhat palatable, we just want to hug it, like Lenny. We want to hug it and squeeze <laughs> it and rub it. And, uh, but I killed it. I killed my little pet. So, uh, see, yeah, I agree with Justin. I am also right. Um, it is absolutely a collection of moments. Uh, it is. Where, where I do disagree uh, with Charlie is that I actually don't want to see anymore. I loved Leia. I loved her. I loved her as a child now. I love her as an adult. I loved her as a crazy old fucking lady just saying whatever the fuck she wanted to say. (laughs) Um, I didn't love her floating through space, but that's not really her fault. As far as she knew it, she was just in a green screen. Uh, She's like, I don't know what they're going to do to me. Um, (laughs) But I, I, I don't want any more kid Leia Maybe, like, if she pops in for, like, a, a, a five-minute segment on an episode here or there, um, you know, where the, where the story needs to go, ultimately, when you have, when you hit on such a high mark and you have such a good feeling about a character and it's so open world at this point, just show me something else. If, if at all, I would also be okay if there was not a season two of Obi-Wan because... He does need to settle into that crotchety Ben stage, uh, racist against sand people stage. Like that, that needs to fucking happen. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to happen on screen because the truth is, it might not be that interesting. Like, if you're going to come back with a season two, he needs to be doing something huge. And it cannot be that he fights Vader again. At this point, he cannot cross swords with Vader again until they're on that fucking uh, destroyer and. Uh, the kids are escaping because, like, it's like, at last we meet again. Motherfucker, you guys have had more rematches yeah. than, than, like, any two boxes than fucking Apollo and Rocky. Give me a break. So, <laughs> uh, I again, but I'm also, whatever they make, I'm going to watch. We're subscribed to it anyway. Yeah. I am going to fucking watch it. Uh, I've accepted it. Bring it. Yeah, I, I, I don't need Honestly. it, though. There, there's other, well, if Mandalorian has shown us anything... It has shown us that this is the way, and there are other stories within that universe that are very, very interesting. Might be sacrilegious to say, but maybe even more interesting, ultimately, 
than the Skywalker saga. Because let's face it, that family got problems. <laughs> you can't really end it more eloquently like than that, rather. But I'm still going to fuck it up because it's almost time to enter the cosmic. But first, you guys know the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do. If you're not rating, comment, subscribing, telling friends, all that shit, frankly, you're a shit sipper and you deserve the prequels. If you do the right thing, you will be rewarded by riches of some form or another. But without further ado, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Justin. Thank you to John Juan. And of course, thank you to me because I am ever so glorious. It is time to meet our brand new friends and enter the Cosmic. Word. Baby, come on. 